Welcome to The Grow Show, powered by Steel. On The Grow Show, we share ideas, tips, tactics, and insights to help you grow your landscaping business based on our team's 40 years of experience running a landscaping company and working with other owners and their teams to do the same. New episodes are released weekly on Wednesdays. Without further ado, here's your host, Marty Grunder. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever the case may be. This is Marty Grunder from Grunder Landscaping Company and the Grow Group with another exciting edition of The Grow Show, powered by Steel. I hope that all of you are doing well this week. We got some much-needed rain here in Dayton, Ohio, the past couple days, so whatever turf was struggling is greening up. Lots to be excited about. There's always something new and exciting going on in a landscaping company. We finished the first half of the year. We got through the 100 days of victory, as my good friend and client Jeffrey John says. And we're on the other side of the year here, and we're full bore ahead here to make sure that we have a great 2023 and get ready for to have a better 2024. We're always looking to do better. So this week, I wanted to talk to you about three things that you can do to get ahead in your landscaping company. And let's jump right into them. Many years ago, a mentor of mine by the name of Dave Sullivan, it was about 1996, said to his class that I was in, he said, all planning is good. Now, today I tell you when I hear absolutes like all and everything and everybody does this, I don't like absolutes because the older I get, the more I find that there are exceptions, okay? Not everything is black and white. There is some gray area. I just believe that. So I don't like absolutes. But the absolute all planning is good. I got to go with that one. And the notion is that any time you spend planning will greatly improve your chances for success. And ladies and gentlemen, I agree wholeheartedly with that. I don't know how you could argue with the statement that all planning is good. So the first thing that we're going to recommend that you do this this week to get ahead right away is to do more planning. I'm a big advocate of planning. I plan my days, my weeks, my month. I do them on my iPad in OneNote right over here. That same OneNote is right here on my phone. It's a little thing that I've done. I've taught it to Vince. Vince does it. Vince has taught it to people in our peer groups. Plan your day, your week, your month. There are very few surprises that happen to those that plan things well like that. And I think it's very important, especially since the year is halfway through, it's very important to take some time now and think about what's gone well, okay? And that's usually pretty easy to understand, right? It's not hard to think about what we've done well. A little bit harder to talk about and to think about and to ponder the things that haven't gone well. And and where can you improve? A few weeks ago, we did a great idea where we talked about that. We're going to attach that link in the show note. Reread that great idea and think about what you've done well, what has gone well, and think about what has not gone well, all right? That's what smart people do. I think there's three areas you should be thinking about how you did. And we do this in our three-minute update, the many subscribers that we have to The Grow Show that in our peer groups, which now coincidentally or incidentally, number 140 companies and combined revenue of over a billion dollars now. So the, the Grow Group peer groups that we do with our strategic partners, McFarland, Stanford, Jim Calli and his team there, great things are being accomplished here. And when we do our meetings, we have a three-minute update that we do where we focus on three areas, personal, family, and business. So let's talk about each one. Personally, I'm going to ask you here, as, as someone coming into your life, how are you doing personally? How are you feeling? All right, are you getting plenty of sleep? 
Are you, are you sleeping? Are you working out? And by the way, going on a three mile walk is a workout in the world, according to Marty and most other health experts. Okay. So it doesn't mean that you're running marathons. You're staying active. You're moving. All right. How you feeling? How's your health? When's the last time you had a physical? When's the last time you drew blood? Uh, did you have a conversation with your doc? Are you doing everything you possibly can to improve your chances for longevity? You know, something my wife and I have talked about because we take our health pretty serious. We've talked about how, you know, we've worked so hard to have some things, a nice house, an ability to do some things with our adult children, some money in our 401k. Look, uh, newsflash, I don't have as, <laughs> I probably don't have as much money as many of you think I do. I don't have more money I know what to do with, but I have enough to live a happy life, okay? And that kind of stuff, I think, is important there, all right? And wouldn't it be a shame to do well financially, but because you didn't take care of yourself, your health, physically, you weren't in good shape, you couldn't enjoy that? I don't want to be that way. So I'm going to continue to work on my health, my weight, the physical side. I don't mind telling you, I, I see a psychologist about once a month. That helps me work through some things. I've had some issues in the past with anger management. I jump to conclusions too fast. Those of you that know me well, you're like, yeah, he does do that. We all have things we're going to work on. Let me tell you something I heard one time from an expert on mental health. And they said the time to see someone is when you're in a good place. Because oftentimes you can get in such a bad place, you don't think or you don't want help. And then it becomes really difficult. So I think all those things are important, folks, and I think it's important that we talk about them. There's nothing wrong with seeing someone, even if you feel good to get some tips, because what I've learned from these two women that I've worked with, they've taught me tons of stuff about leadership and coping mechanisms. One of the things that I've learned that I've brought into my repertoire as a coach and just as a leader was when you react with anger, no one hears your message. All they hear, see, and feel is the anger. When you hear someone yelling in a store someplace, do you run up to them and like stand next to them and say, hey, let me give me more of that yelling. Nobody wants to be around anger. So I just share that little sidebar with you because I think it's important that we look at this stuff and we're talking about planning and we're looking at personally, how are we doing? All right. Do you have meaningful relationships in your life? Do you like the work that you're doing? All those, all that stuff leads to good mental health. So, so be mindful of it. Family-wise, something that we do in our peer groups once in a while, we do something called the tombstone test where we have all of our peer group members in a session. They sit down and they write their own obituary. I know it sounds morbid, but if you were to write your own obituary and write down all your accomplishments and the things you're most proud of, would that suffice? I mean, there's some things that I really would like to have people say about me before I leave. And I know what they are. I'm not going to share them with you. I'm working on them, okay? Sometimes a little tombstone test like that helps you reorient your compass and focus on what matters most. What's on the horizon? What's coming up? Do you have a child going off to college? That was a big deal for me when my oldest daughter went off to college in 2012 and she was no longer at home every day. And I had all these feelings of like, I hope I was a good enough dad and I set a good enough example because she's on her own now. I still made efforts to go see her and stay in contact but then also was cognizant of the fact that four years from then, she's probably not going to be at home at all. So what are we going to do? Are we going to do some special vacations? And I'm not talking about necessarily fancy, expensive vacations, but are we going to spend some time? I mean, one of the greatest funds we've, we've had in our family was driving 16 hours to my uh, wife's mother's place and hanging out there. 
those were some of our greatest memories. Okay. So those, those things, they matter a lot. Okay. Personally, because I just believe there's always time to try to make things right. All right. You always have time to make things better, no matter what situation you're in personally, if, if, and we'll go with all of them. If something's not right personally, you can try, you, you got a shot at still trying to make that right. Your health's not where you want it. There's still time to make it right. Uh, there's something amiss in the family. There's still time to make it right. Something amiss in your family or, or in your business, rather, there's still time to make it right. So be mindful of that. Talking about personal, talking about family, let's go on to business. Are your clients happy? Where have you had callbacks? Where have there been accidents? Do we need to do a better job of safety training there? Uh, financially, how are we doing? Are we hitting our metrics? Where are we on cash flow? How are we trending? What's our backlog? How much more work do we need to sell to hit our sales goals to be sold out for the rest of the year? Have we gotten sloppy with anything? The vision, the mission, the call, the vision, the mission, the core values. Have we spent ample time on that? The, the episode a couple ago with Joe Calloway, if you haven't listened to that one on the Grow Show, Powered by Steel, go listen to it again because Joe was the person that taught me the value of talking about what's important over and over and over again, all right? Being mindful of all that. And then finally, the last thing I want to talk to you about, and this is something that's helpful for me. I, on Friday, normally when I'm driving home, I turn my radio off. I got about a 20-minute ride home. And I normally go through my week and I say, okay, where did I impress people? Well, I know I impressed Charlie because I sent him a birthday card. I know I impressed Bill because I was five minutes early for lunch and I, I got him a quote immediately for what he wanted. Where did I depress people? Well, darn it, I was five minutes late for the sales meeting. I can't be doing that anymore. I, I got to make sure I'm in the building 10 minutes before the sales meeting starts. For goodness sakes, we're teaching sales. I can't be late. Now, incidentally, I wasn't late. But I'm just trying to give you some examples. Where do you? Where did you impress and depress the sales in the part? It, it's it's just so important there, folks, on the impress and and the depressing side. And and then that leads me into number two, the thing you could do this week to help you sales. How are we doing? Every day I prospect. Every day I nurture. Every day I close. Every day I look for people that could do business with us. Every day I check in with people that are doing business with us or have done business with us, and I get a touch. And every day I close, I look for work. I ask for the business. I'm confident. I know we do great work. I'm going to ask for the close. Are you doing that? Every day I prospect, every day I nurture, every day I close. Every single day you're in the office, you do that. And by the way, little commentary, what's up with not using the phone? Okay. A few of our sales professionals here said they had emailed a prospective client, but they didn't hear back from them. My response to them was, you're probably going to guess it. Did you call them? No. And come on. What, what are we doing? Really? We, we've given up on these things? It works. Use it. People do business with people they know, like, and trust, right? Using the phone. Recently, my wife and I discussed doing a fairly significant purchase. And the lady that showed us the purchase that we wanted to make was fantastic. She ha must, first of all, she knew her product inside and out. But I also think she must have had a tremendous amount of training. She was very nicely dressed. She did not interrupt. She put on quite a show. We were done. I had two or three minor follow-up questions that I asked her to get by back to me on. And I said, get me the answers of that. And I think Lisa and I will go forward. I have never heard from her. We didn't go forward. And now it's like the luster's off that desire. And I'm not going to spend the money on it. We're going to do something else with the money. You want that happen at your company? 
That's what happens when you don't do what you said you would do. The excitement for whatever you're selling, it is rare that it's higher than after you present the price and and the deal and the whole thing on what it is. It's very hard to get it back up above that excitement level. And every minute that goes by, the, the interest in whatever you're selling goes down. And that's why sales kill, speed kills in sales. That group didn't seem to want my business. I found something else. And what I thought was one of the most awesome things since sliced bread, turns out that really wasn't that big of a deal. And, and I, might, I might look at it in another year or so, but right now we're just going to sit tight and not do it. You want that happening to your landscaping company, to your lawn care company that somebody decides not to go with you because you didn't get back? So every day I prospect, every day I nurture, every day I close. And I think I'll hop into that every day I do what I said I would do. And then finally, I think the last thing that we can do this week to get ahead, aside from planning your week, your month, your year, all planning is good. Aside from looking at your sales, every day I prospect, every day I nurture, every day I close. I think the third thing you can do to get ahead this week is to practice gratitude. And I'm sure what I'm sharing with you, you've heard by various other prognosticators talking, but studies have shown that when you feel grateful, when you really see what you appreciate and what you're grateful for, that your life is better. In fact, many coaches teach their players to practice gratitude. Maybe you should too. Maybe it's time you wrote out a couple notes, send out some text messages to people that have helped you, that made you see things, make them heartfelt, and then by all means, get in the groove by doing this. We require our sales team to send handwritten thank you notes to our clients because we want them to know that we're grateful. If you come to grow, your company's going to get a handwritten note for me. There were over 300 handwritten notes that I had to write this past year because grow was so successful in San Antonio. Next year, we're going to be in Des Moines, Iowa, February 6th, 7th, and 8th. We've got an awesome event planned. Why aren't you signed up? For those of you listening that aren't signed up, it's more of training. If you like what we're doing today on the grow show, gosh, grow is, is like the grow show on steroids, folks. It's great. But by all means, get in a groove on practicing gratitude. Take a walk and think about the gratitude. You know, when I used to, I used to travel, quite frankly, a lot more than I do now. I used to speak 40 to 60 times a year. I was gone a lot. I speak about 15 times a year and more of our stuff is done online. It's just the business model has changed some. I just don't speak and travel as much as I do. But when I would go to get on a plane, it's when my business was in a different place too. I would just be so elated when I had an internet connection on the plane. So at 35,000 feet, I could be working. I rarely, if ever, connect to the Wi-Fi on the plane. I use it as a time to contemplate things. And I plan ahead of time before I go on that plane that I'm going to work on something creative, I'm going to work on something strategic, and I'm going to think about what I'm grateful for. And I don't know, there's something about the background, the white noise from the jet engines and, and traveling through the air that puts me in a contemplative spot. And I'm able, probably on an airplane more than anything else, maybe it's also the threat of someone else has my life in their hands, that I can start thinking. Maybe it's taking a walk. Maybe it's going for a bike ride. Maybe it's something. But you got to get out of work and you got to think about what you're grateful for. And I guess, speaking of gratitude, I want to thank all of you for listening and helping us grow, pardon the pun, the grow show and telling your friends and helping us. I want to thank Roger Phelps and the whole team at Steel for giving us this ability to do this. You can probably tell I love this. And the fact that we have an audience that's growing very, very large by the week, I'd have nothing without an audience. So I'm grateful for all of you. So I appreciate each and every one of you. 
I appreciate you telling others about The Grow Show. And by all means, why don't you forward this episode on to somebody you appreciate and help us get a great rating. That's how we can grow this, this podcast, The Grow Show Powered by Steel. Well, I hope I helped you in a small way this week. Short little burst of energy and tidbits to help you move your company forward. Plan your week, plan your month, plan the rest of the year. Sales, how are they doing? Every day I prospect, every day I nurture, every day I close. And then finally, practice gratitude. Who do you owe a thank you to? All right. On behalf of the whole team here at The Grow Show, I want to thank you for joining us this week, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Grow Show. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and head to growgroupinc.com for more information and resources to grow your landscaping business. A special thanks to the folks at Steel, whose support makes this podcast possible and whose reliable handheld power equipment makes our drives easier daily. We'll talk to you next week.